This is the first time that I have a Thomas Butcher Award winner <laughs> on the podcast. Welcome to the show, Ernie Balcueva. Thank you. Thank you. Big Earn. <laughs> Do people call you Big Earn much these days? Uh, it actually does still go around quite a bit. Yeah. Yes. Um, even in just the, the the winter ensemble I'm part of for percussion, I, I get I get that nickname. How did catch on? Times. Did you tell them call me Big Earn? Um, it <laughs> it does kind of. Uh, I mean, I definitely have like promoted it i i, I loved yes. the nickname in high school i still love it now so i i still try to get it out there but uh -huh. um definitely i think my senior year a lot of the people i marched with are still marching with me so they still remember the oh, the, wow. the good old days of when i was on athens tv nice. and still in the process of getting towards senior year and leading up to that award but yeah, so it was. Uh, <laughs> it definitely does get its fair share of publicity still. The real question is: Have you ever seen Kingpin? Yes, I did watch it like <laughs> way back. Like as soon as um, as soon as that nickname came to be, uh -huh. I watched it. But it, it's been pretty much since then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was, I think, junior year. Very long time ago now that oh, I yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that. We're really starting to feel our mortality. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> yeah. To talk, touch more on what the Thomas Butcher Award is, um, it's something that the broadcasting teacher at Athens High School uh, started with me, so mm -hmm. I was the first. And since then, um, other people have gone on to win it every year, including yourself. Yes. Uh, three years later, because you were a freshman when I was a senior. Yep. So you were the last group who actually knew who Thomas Butcher was. Yes. Who uh, the won first, the award. The last group that yeah. actually went to school with so, Thomas Butcher. <laughs> so tell me, what did we end up doing? Oh, uh, so <laughs> my senior year, we um, uh, once I and uh, I and my fellow award recipient uh, Griffin Olis had found out we had won the award. Uh, you had sent us lyrics to a <laughs> a a um, sort of a, a parody off of the Natalie Portman rap on Saturday Night Live. A Lonely Island thing. Yes. A parody <laughs> of a comedy thing to begin with. Yes, and we uh, we filmed the entire thing. And uh, had it, uh, I guess you would say, professionally recorded in uh, in in the Athens TV studio, and um, and from there it was uh, shown at the 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 sort of end of the year Athens TV Film Fest, and then from there it was published on YouTube. And uh, as much as some would think that was the end of it, I then went on to hear about it from everybody I knew ever. Yes. I had it come up in family conversation. Yes. I had it come up. Just with groups of the winter ensemble, um, so I, it usually doesn't come up with people that I meet newly because obviously mm -hmm. they didn't really yeah. know me beforehand. But anyone who knew me before that video came out, it was uh, it was very quickly the talk of the town. Is there a certain <laughs> part of the video that people you like like to bring up? <laughs> um, they <laughs> they uh, they love the entirety of it. Every okay. lyric I've had thrown at me at some point. <laughs> More recently, it actually did resurface for me um, with the group I'm in, Divergent Performing Arts. And uh, they, <laughs> one of the members found it and they, they remembered it and they found it. They dug for it and found it. And then they posted it and <laughs> it went, I guess, essentially secondhand viral. <laughs> and the entire ensemble knew about that video within the week. And so I've had that. And then, of course, some of my students or former students marked with me now in that ensemble. So I um, I then had it spread throughout all of my students that I teach during the summer at uh, at Milford High School. So I it is it is back, so to speak, mm -hmm. for for a little while. Um, 
but yeah, I've had I've had everything from some of the lyrics in the video thrown at me to uh, just kind of the uh, the the ending what, and it's just kind of it's uh, it is really funny. But um, if anyone but wants yeah. to hear this or see it, it's called Big Earn's Rap. It's from <laughs> Athens TV. You can find it on YouTube exclusively, unless it's being duplicated on DVDs and passed around. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Not I hope yet. not. Doesn't that make you really think about how anything? Whether you like it or not, if you put a video out on the internet, it's going to be there years later. Yeah. If you don't delete it. And, you know, it could be good. It could be bad. Of course, yeah. Uh, some, I mean, I've done hundreds of things since I started when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Most of it is private now. Yeah. For good reason. <laughs> yes. And uh, the reason I make it private is because you realize you don't want something like that public anymore. It's yes. embarrassing. Yes, of course. Um, you don't want it to come up later right. in life. <laughs> but Big Earn's rap is, its I mean, it's a good kind of embarrassing because yes. it's, it make, it's you know, it's self-aware yes. pretty much. It's the kind of thing that if I were to somehow blow up as like some Broadway actor, that would absolutely <laughs> come up in my, in my career. And I think um, come up in like press conferences and whatever else. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. But um, but absolutely, it is the good kind of embarrassing. It's kind of the funny. Oh yeah, I did do that in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So to recap on high school and how we know each other all together. Yeah. You were a freshman in high school when I was a senior. Yes. We were in marching band together. Yes. For uh, Athens uh, Siren Song, 2012. That's yes. a while ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then of course you continued with theater and broadcasting. And since I was always visiting with Krista Manfredi and Adam Burns, the teachers mm-hmm. of those areas. I got to know you more. Yes. And I even yeah. had you in a couple of my short films. As yeah. Yep. I remember that. A couple of good ones. Breaking mm-hmm. Circles. Um, definitely, I think my favorite one was The uh, Cemeterian. Right. That was, a good one to, that was a good one to film. And you know, I'm sorry. I don't think Cemeterian is public anymore. No, it's not? Oh, no. Well. Because the thing is, not to go too far down this road, I didn't do a great job as a director. I did not. That first scene, the sound is terrible. And I tried, if you remember, I tried, yeah, I tried uh, audio it. dubbing. Yeah. And I did get audio from everyone else where it would have been cleaner. Yeah. But like two of them ended up having static after the fact. So yeah. it was unusable. So I was I was stuck and I just had to get the film out there the way it was. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just remember it went into a couple film fests here and there, and right. But yeah, no, I mean, definitely unfortunate, but I totally understand. I would yeah. do the same. Well, that's what it is. It's it's a learning process. Exactly, and it all goes back to that. So I, of course, I very much appreciate you donating time. Of course, for yeah. a short film. Yeah, it was a good time. I definitely remember mm-hmm. going through that that in, that summer, those few weeks, and just filming throughout the. Um, the whole thing, and then, and then of course the scare of thinking we had um, oh spirits gosh. follow some of the cast home. Oh my god! I ever tell you the story behind that, like the, it was, the real wasn't story. Wasn't it the cat? It was his cat that scratched yeah, so his friend back, Sean, and we thought it was like a demon. Our friend Sean, who had helped make the film, he okay. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit here. Yes, yeah. It's funny. I've told the story a couple times, and people seem to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> so I wake up to a knock on my bedroom door. That's what starts all of this. Okay. And so I call my mom. No one else is home. I call her. She's like, a ghost followed you home from the cemetery. And I ask Sean, do you think, do you think this is something like this would happen? And he tells me, uh, he woke up that morning with scratches on his arm and he thinks a ghost did it. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> then I go to Sean's house and that's when I, when I see the scratches on his arm and I'm like, it's your cat, man. 
<laughs> your, your cat scratched you. And then a couple weeks later, my dog's in my room walking around and she shakes her whole body like how dogs do. Mm-hmm. And her ear hits up against the bedroom door. And it's, oh, it's, that's no. what the knock was. <laughs> it was the same thing. Oh, my gosh. So that's that's hilarious. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just remember the midst of that that screening. And uh, I think it was either you or no, it had to be you because you were the director. So you you messaged our, our little Facebook group chat and said we might have to stop filming <laughs> we might <laughs> we we have we have the possibility of sort of malevolent spirits <laughs> that was in the midst of all this yeah, yeah that's before i so realized funny. there was a cat and a dog behind all of it yeah. <laughs> yeah it was so funny but um but yeah and then of course once we found that out you messaged the chat again clearing that whole situation up and i kind of laughed but at the same time during that whole thing i was like dear god is something going to you know <laughs> possess me or you know scratch my arm or you know like (laughs) cause my family trouble or something but yeah it was so funny Mm -hmm. but um but yeah it was it was a good time filming Mm -hmm. that and then of course breaking circles was um was of course i had a very small role in that you did but it was you you helped the the crew too yeah Yeah, the behind the scenes work i remember you did some audio stuff yeah and i think i helped film one of the scenes as well it was Mm -hmm. um it was definitely just a good time working together yeah but um i always love doing the film with athens tv and Mm -hmm. then of course any outside projects with it have just been fun but um i did consider for a while actually after graduation going into um film Mm -hmm. uh and mainly acting because i I loved i mean obviously with the theater right and um and Athens TV, I love doing the acting. And I just, uh, the more as time went on, I just kept getting caught up more and more with uh, what I was doing outside with the, the marching arts community. And I just, I didn't have the time. I mean, I've thought mm-hmm. of going back to it, but of course, uh, for the time being, my main focus is just within that, within the whole. And it's still performance. Arts. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is still very, um, specifically for indoor, it is very much sort mm-hmm. of the mixture of sort of the the marching arts and um and the theatrical arts so it's really cool i love doing it but um but yeah so i, I want to touch on this as well because we, we've just discussed many of what you did in high school mm-hmm. and we've said before i mean there's not a lot of people that do all marching band theater and tv broadcasting yes <laughs> uh, i know i mean besides me i can only think of you yeah as far as what i know personally who did all that at athens so when you look back on that experience and seeing everything that you got to do, what what is it like now looking back on that? Well, um, it's actually really funny. I um, I mean, pretty much all of it comes back into play with some of the marching arts because uh, I do somewhat run the media for uh, specifically just the front ensemble that I'm in for the winter. But um, uh, I do some of the media for that. I, I help run the Instagram account for that. Um, and uh, I just make posts for that every now and then. So somewhat, not really film so much, but still sort of the media is there. And then with with theater, I mean, we have done quite literally everything this season. Uh, the group has done something that I've never really been a part of. Um, and uh, we're actually on the floor for mm-hmm. a bit of our show. So it's uh, we've had to deal with sort of the sort of a theater aspect of staging and having to, you know precise movements and making sure all of that is correct um and then as well just the the emotion that we put into all of the show and all of the the movements of that Mm -hmm. of that music um and then of course obviously the music is sort of the biggest part of that whole thing um so that is that has stayed uh stayed as a very big part of part of it all 
but um but yeah it's uh it, it still sort of comes into play everything that I did learn through high school but looking back on it it was just so funny I felt like I was constantly specifically my senior year is when it hit because that's when I started um actually doing the acting piece within theater and then on top of that trying to do all these projects with Athens TV and keep up with all of my roles in the marching band and then of course at that time I also had school to deal with mm. and um, I know isn't school once you're doing all of that school is like the last thing on your yeah, list of priorities <laughs> for me personally yeah. anyways it was and I I did try to keep my grades up um, specifically like my freshman sophomore year I struggled quite a bit in school so moving forward into junior and senior year I tried a lot harder to sort of re like get my redo in a sense and um i sort of had like a, a process of um i guess enlightenment where where really the enlightenment was more if i don't pass co- or pass high school i can't go to college mm-hmm. <laughs> um and to ride that yeah. wave i do want to get to everything about what you've been doing marching wise yes uh before we get there you since you have finished high school mm-hmm. how has your collegiate career looked like it's been rather interesting. Um, the first year was sort of reflective of uh, my freshman and sophomore year in high school, actually. I didn't do so hot in a couple courses. It was mainly the courses that, of course, I struggled in in high school. Yeah. Um, my weakest subjects have always been math and science courses, and mm-hmm. I was just that held true throughout my first year of college. Um, and on top of that, I think it was also sort of the switch where now this isn't just, you know, show up at 7 a.m. and go to your six courses and go home. It's show up at 7 a.m. and then you have one course that's an hour and a half and then another course that's two hours and it's all spread throughout the day and spread throughout the week and it's totally different and that environment also kind of gave me some trouble. But um, after that first year, I really started to kind of buckle down and think, okay, I need to actually do something. And I, I did end up uh, actually on academic suspension after my first year of um, of community college and I, I took three straight semesters too which really didn't help my case mm. I probably could have uh, stayed out that summer and right. I might have cleared my head a bit and came back better for the next fall but um, I took all three semesters in a row trying specifically trying to knock out the math and science course um, and I just couldn't for the life of me do it Par- partially because I just didn't have the motivation to do it and I in my brain it was kind of oh I hate math I hate science I don't want to do this and I just didn't have the motivation for it right but, you're a creative um, person that's where you exactly. feel you excel more exactly mm-hmm. and math and science are much more linear this is how it is do it this way mm-hmm. so I was definitely struggling in those courses and I uh, after the academic suspension I spent an entire year doing nothing but like working at working at my job and then um just doing band on the weekends and so i just uh that entire time throughout the week i just felt pretty awful because i was kind of like sitting in bed or watching like you know netflix series or Mm -hmm. youtube whatever i could find to keep myself entertained and it was just you know all my friends were busy with school so (laughs) i um after that i sort of came back uh this past year and started up this fall and came back to it and um this past semester actually i signed up for two courses and uh unfortunately they just really didn't work out uh it was on the university's end though uh yeah well the community college yeah yeah. that was more over um not enough students signed up and so they canceled the courses and it was just kind of like and that happens you know what yeah what can i do i can't really do much about that so i mean it's been a blessing in disguise i've picked up another job for the winter that i can keep in like income flow going so Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice but um 
but overall yeah i definitely do wish i could have kept going because the semester i came back it it definitely showed that it was like the motivation was there because mm -hmm. all of a sudden all of the grades that were so kind of so and so maybe like a c here and there were um i mean i i ended up with much higher grades in the in the two courses i took and part of me realized i just can't take a full course load and then as time has gone on i've realized uh my career path just isn't a university and uh i'm starting to realize more and more as i look into it uh with my family and such just you know maybe i should go down this path and uh as funny as it is it's uh high school's sort of coming back yet again and uh, i'm uh looking towards getting a degree from high school and going into Spex Howard for uh, broadcasting. <laughs> so, so yeah, once I do get the chance to go back to school, uh, I'll be looking to, um, looking to get that degree going. But, uh, but yeah, so that'll be, um, that'll be the next, uh, next thing on the list. But mm -hmm. uh, of course that does come after uh, the winter. And then hopefully this summer, if, uh, if drum corps works out for the first time and only time, mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah. And you know, it's there is no one right way yeah of course they always say do college four-year university blah 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 it took me five years personally and i wasn't sure why to, i mean i'm glad i did occ myself community college mm -hmm. uh before i came to university it gave me more time to think about what it was i wanted to do yeah absolutely. and where to put that focus but another thing to think about is that back in the day a college education is what would set you apart Mm -hmm. Yeah. And today, most, I mean, I don't know if most, but a lot of people are getting college educations. Mm -hmm. And it's that's not so much, at least in my personal experience, I don't know about every field, but the college education itself, that piece of paper, that degree, yeah. isn't the most compelling thing that would make someone want to hire you. Yeah. And again, I can only speak on personal experience uh, to an extent. But the job I have now with the uh, school district where I'm a filmmaker for them and going around producing stories, yeah, the education aspect was the lowest part of that. Yeah. It was all about all of the work that I had done as a filmmaker that made them want to give me that job. Exactly, yeah. And it's somewhat the same in music. I mean, obviously, people who want to be a band director, you probably want a degree. But, right. Um, uh, of course, I do know some people that do end up in some band director positions mm -hmm. or even like an elementary school mm -hmm. music teacher or middle school music teacher. But um, some of those some of uh, the people I know just through my experience with music don't have a degree themselves. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, definitely even just in my own experience uh, myself, I've taught uh, actually <laughs> I've mm -hmm. taught our alma mater for two years uh, after graduation. And then uh, most recently I've been working with uh, actually two schools, Holly High School in Holly, Michigan and uh, Milford High School out in White Lake. So you're not at Athens anymore? No, unfortunately not. Mm -hmm. I just uh, after two years, I kind of realized, you know, I've been yeah essentially stuck at high school yeah, since exactly. high school you want so. to expand your horizons a little bit yes mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and uh, it was um i absolutely loved it there um they're going through a lot of change within specifically their marching uh their marching band and that um it it definitely you know i um i just uh in the midst of that i just uh i felt like it was my time to go mm -hmm. i i was so used to this old style and they're doing right this new thing and it's just not um I guess it's just not what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I definitely, you know, I mean, I would go back for sure now that all the people that I would have ever interacted with throughout high school have graduated. That was also a big part of it. But um, absolutely, I, I just think, you know, with them getting the new band director, I mean, Ad Adam's doing a great job. They're, they're 
that band program is definitely still very strong. They're mm-hmm. just overgoing some change. And I, I personally felt, you know, I've, I've been here since high school. It's time for me to leave. And so I, I did, and I was lucky enough to, um, receive, uh, just kind of a, well, essentially it was just a job in the palm of my hands, mm-hmm. uh, from one of my instructors from the winter. And, uh, from there I was, uh, I was asked to join the staff at Holly high school and, um, and Milford as well for the for the past uh, the past seasons mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's been I mean it's been absolutely phenomenal but uh, again just kind of going back to the main root of this I I am nowhere near a music degree and I still right. have you know I'm work, I'm looking at two jobs granted seasonal but uh, two mm-hmm. jobs with two high schools and it's um it's absolutely it's a blast well here's another thing to think about too when someone gets a music degree what's more valuable the degree itself or the experience you get from obtaining the degree absolutely yeah exactly Mm -hmm. it's uh it is very much you know where did you i mean school is somewhat played into it you know i'm sure someone who goes to like berkeley is going to (laughs) be much more highly considered than like you know a central michigan or like a michigan or michigan state grad but um but absolutely, you're right. I mean, it is all about what did you do in college? What did you, you know, what is your musical experience throughout your career? That uh, That is definitely what plays into getting you, you know, that that position, whatever it may be. So, and that, that I think is true for a lot of fields. <laughs> now, so. you said you are te- uh, teaching, essentially. Yes. Instructing yeah. at both Holly and Milford. Yes. Yep. So, are those schools, are they competing against each other? Are they in different divisions? What's going on they there? They are different divisions. Uh, Holly, actually, as funny as it is, is currently in direct competition with Troy Athens. So, oh. <laughs> so I, I, do, I do see my old alma mater every now and then. Um, but uh, I actually started with them very late. They lost their front ensemble instructor um very late season and i just have a couple friends who happened to work there and they were just kind of you know hey we lost our instructor if you're interested in coming out we'd love to have you and so i did and i've uh, i've been working with them ever since and i'm they actually are starting up with a couple of just like percussion clinics here and there mm-hmm. uh leading up to the actual season but um but yeah in milford uh milford was the job that i just um it was essentially around the time that Athens started to make change, and I was thinking, you know, maybe I should start to get out of here um, and, you know, leave as uh, as all my old um, bandmates are still kind of there. I uh, my instructor for winter uh, winter percussion was just uh, pulled me aside one day and you know asked, hey do you want to work with me at Milford High School? And I I jumped on that opportunity very quickly. So uh, from there, I sent in sort of my letter of resignation, I guess, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, to my to the band director at Athens. And uh, he was very understanding, very um, very grateful for my time there. And, uh, and uh, I think I left on good terms. Mm-hmm. But to go back to this, it's th- that's a special skills job yes. to an extent. And what got you into that field to begin with was just your experience with music to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, a lot of it is what I did outside, too, which is, you know, I mean, because high school is great, but it can really only carry you so far, I guess, in that field. And uh, having high school along with outside is uh, like outside Mm -hmm. experience is absolutely huge. And it um, it just it does. It kind of feeds into itself. You know, I mean, a lot of um, a lot of people I know do get jobs sort of the same way I did, where right. an instructor says, hey, you know, we need someone for the summer or for the fall and to help with the marching band at this high school. Do you want to help? And uh, <laughs> that's that's how a lot of my friends get their jobs. But um, but yeah, it is uh, it is a very special skills sort of sort of area. But it's um, 
you know, I mean, I definitely do think that there is room for people everywhere in it, but, uh, but yeah, having that outside experience absolutely boosts your, uh, your sort of eligibility to teach other schools and, um, you know, of course, sort of the, the higher placing high schools, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Not that that's <laughs> truthfully a matter once uh, once you look at it in retrospect. But I know um, as a student, of course, we we always strive to be within the top five in the state or, you know, whatever it may be. So, yeah. But yeah. Now, you have continued in performance. Yes. So break it down for me. What has that looked like since high school? Wow. Um, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> Is there a lot to cover? There's, there's quite a bit to cover, actually. Wow. Yeah. Um, all three years have been rather... Well... I guess this is my fourth year, fourth year, so all four years have been um, pretty drastically different. Uh, my first year, uh, I, the first two years were with the same group, and uh, that was Ferndale Independent Percussion, uh, based out of, of course, Ferndale, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, the first year I was there was 2016, and that was my senior year. So in the midst of that, that year, I don't think I've ever burnt the candle at both ends so extremely because I was in the middle of doing, um, I had just gotten contracted for that ensemble. And in the midst of that, um, <laughs> at, at the moment, uh, Ms. Manfredi had actually given me the lead role. And um, I ended up having to um, give up that lead role in order You're to- You're still in high it. school at this point. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, um, I had to give up that lead role and actually hand it off to another person that, um, who actually, I, now that I think about it, he was the only other person that I know of did all three with the marching band, uh, theater and Athens TV aspect, but, uh, a very good oh, friend of mine, Liam Besna. Right. Was, and he's um, in the Navy now. Yes, he is. He is. I miss him quite a bit mm. actually, but, um, but yeah, I had to, I had to, re- I had to relieve my duty of that lead role off to Liam Besna and, um, and sure enough, I, uh, you know, I ended up being able to do both. Um, and, uh, that was great. But in the midst of it, I was also still doing Athens TV and I, there were points, um, <laughs> I had actually also started therapy very soon after. And there were points where I was so exhausted just from my week, I would go into my therapy appointment and quite literally like start to doze off in the middle of my <laughs> in the middle of a sentence and uh my my therapist actually sent me home a couple times just early from the appointment because uh i <laughs> i was essentially just speaking nonsense i would like um i remember in specific he actually brought it up once i like in the middle of a conversation like drifted off and started talking about like rocks because i <laughs> whatever i was uh i guess either dreaming or hallucinating about uh was was rocks so <laughs> that kind of made you feel too good the, oh, ther- yeah. the therapist can't deal with you so yeah. it, sends you home. <laughs> yeah. it was uh it was very funny but um but no he he and i have worked very extensively since and uh, he's noticed that of course my my sort of health has improved so um it's mm-hmm. just been uh it was really funny um, to hear that <laughs> I sort of dozed off and started talking right, about right. completely unrelated subjects. And do you know anything about rocks? Uh, I mean, I collected <laughs> them as a kid, okay. but <laughs> not really. You're not an expert. <laughs> I couldn't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know, funny. like a um, what is it? Like an igneous versus a morpheus thing nowadays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know that there's like two, or the, well, two. There's much more than two yeah, different types yeah. of rock formation. But um, I just I had very minimal knowledge mm-hmm. on rocks. I think I was just talking about like. Mm-hmm you know, some general thing. Um, so, so what's the goal when you're in something like the, the Ferndale group? What so are you working that, towards? That it's, it's, um, that's where the difference sort of comes in. Um, obviously the goal is, uh, there's two sort of separate organizations we compete in. There's, uh, the Michigan color guard circuit, MCGC and the winter guard international circuit, WGI. 
And um, WGI is sort of the big stage where every group in the nation, well, not every group, but many, many groups in the nation will will meet in Dayton, Ohio and compete in prelims, semifinals and finals for obviously the top three spots. Um, my first year in, uh, I actually have an interesting history with Ferndale. I, I have technically somewhat been there for every single year of their existence. And they started in 2014 in 14, I auditioned and just couldn't stay with the group in 15. I was actually called mid season to join the marimba line, uh, in the front ensemble and play with them. Uh, and I just financially couldn't handle doing it. And then 16 was the year where I finally actually got into it. And 16, we won uh, at MCGC State Finals in Saginaw Valley, um, and that was uh, that was quite the accomplishment because we had been moved from uh, <laughs> there's so many divisions. Uh, we had been moved from uh, there's Independent A, and then we got moved into Independent Open, and there is an Independent World. So there's uh, essentially A class, Open class, and World class, and we. We had gotten moved from A class into open class, and open class at that point in time was a complete dogfight. So oh. <laughs> uh, there were still, I think, at that time when we joined, there were four groups in the state: uh, Genesis Percussion, Legends Indoor Percussion, Motor City Percussion, and then of course us. And Genesis actually got moved into world class uh, almost as soon as we got moved into open, and. Um, from there on out, it was so funny because everyone around me told me, you know, I mean, you just, you guys can't compete with them. Legends has been there for so long and Motor City is, you know, so good. And sure enough, we came out and we, I mean, we, we cleaned the house that year. Uh, we just had a very good line. And um, I, uh, I actually didn't play marimba that year. I played vibraphone, which normally I don't play, and I'm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. actually very bad at. And I found that out that year. <laughs> really, even though it's the same uh, mallet type of it's, uh, performance, it's the same exact um, sort of idea. Yes, uh-huh. but the the um, the whole thing with pedaling just gets me off. It's it's uh, it's sort of. Um, it's sort of like a piano, and I think that's going to be the thing I can sort of equate it to and help people understand. But um, the different pedals on a piano, the one of them holds out the sound for the piano, and that's the one that that's sort of the difference between a marimba and a vibraphone is just that a vibraphone can hold out that sound through pedaling. And, uh, There's a lot going on right here with sound effects. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I know we're talking about music, and all of a sudden all yeah. these sounds are happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was. That kind of caught me off guard. But mm-hmm. um, the vibraphone is more difficult. Yeah, it definitely. It's just uh, it is in its own respect more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, the parts are easier, but the sort of aspect of playing vibraphone is harder. Mm-hmm. And um, the marimbas get sort of all the hard, fast, like sort of uh, fun stuff, so to speak, to play. But um, but yeah, and so I. Um, I played Vibes that year with Ferndale Independent, and that year was sort of just uh, all over the place for me. The director definitely had his um, his uh, his little arguments with me because I was still doing theater, and it was kind of like, well, I'm going to have to miss this rehearsal for right. a theater performance and back and forth. But um, but past then, uh, I moved into, into uh, 2017, and um, we... Uh, we had a a whole different we had to move out of Ferndale High School unfortunately and um we ended up moving to a church out in Waterford Michigan and spent our winter there and that winter <laughs> that winter was um it was very interesting the show was about the allegory of the cave and um 
we we played a song by Hoobastank. Uh, that was, <laughs> yes, for those who know that band, that uh, that was rather it was rather funny. But we did we played uh, cr- um, I think it's called "Crawling in the Dark" by Hoobastank was our opener, um, and it was absolutely I mean it was it was a riot. And then our closer was of course um, "The Light" by Disturbed. So th- it was a very oh interesting my. show, but. Um, but we just uh, we had a good time, but a lot of a lot of the people there were kind of you know over it towards the end of the season. Um, there were just kind of a lot of like sort of outlying things that we couldn't control that made the season a little bit harder for us. Um, and we we did end up we didn't make it past prelims that year, uh, whereas the previous year in 2016 we had made it to semifinals and almost finals. Um, and then this past season, uh, we changed our name after having to move out of Ferndale High, and um, we became uh, Eclipse Percussion. And uh, we ended up. Uh, the short of it is basically we we moved out of even that church and moved to uh, Ypsilanti Middle School, which uh, isn't really what it sounds like uh it's actually just an abandoned <laughs> middle school in the middle of ypsilanti mm-hmm. uh, about 15 minutes from uh from u of m ann arbor and uh we rehearsed there for the entire winter and um it that year was the year when um things kind of started to take a turn for somewhat of the worse and um people just didn't really like our director and uh i i of course have my own opinions um but uh Long story short, we just uh, we finished that year. We won state finals by the skin of our teeth, basically uh, against Motor City, and um, we uh, we went down to Dayton, made it into semifinals, and uh, that was the year. And um, after everything had gone down, our pretty much our entire staff decided they were going to move apart and start a completely new organization. Oh, wow. And that is the organization Treason. that I'm... Yes, <laughs> somewhat, yes. Um, they just... a lot. Of, they could tell that a lot of the... Um, a lot of the membership kind of felt, you know, like... Like we just... We deserved a better chance at... Uh, at that whole marching activity and that our director just wasn't providing that for us. And right. so they left. And I... I had thought about leaving for one of the uh, one of the world class groups in Michigan, uh, being Genesis and Redline, and I, I have also thought about leaving even the state and working with other groups outside of there. Um, but uh, in the end of it, I just uh, the more time went on, uh, the more I was talking to and in direct contact with uh, the the guys who ended up being the director of the ensemble and, um, of course, continually my my instructor. Uh, Matt Eagler and Steve Steve Taylor, and the two of them were the biggest reason that I ended up going to this new group uh, by the name of Divergent Performing Arts, which actually has a lot of our friends from Athens uh, really? currently in it. Yes, um, I uh, not so much the percussion group, but there is a winds group which makes us the Performing Arts Association, mm-hmm. and um, we have uh, we have a winds group separately that uh, is run by. Uh, John Bauer, uh, our good friend. Yeah. And, uh, there are a lot of Athens students that are doing it. Um, and I know Alex Badoli is actually also in the oh, ensemble wow. himself. Are they yeah. still wishing him happy birthday all the time? Yes, they are. They oh don't even know who gosh. he is. <laughs> they don't oh know who he is. My gosh. But they they still uh, they still always say that it's his birthday whenever that the drum majors man. ask. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's actually back working there again. So he, um, I'm sure he hears it too. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh but yeah our good friend is in the wins group and then um like i said john runs it and there's just there's sort of a presence of athens high school in the group and i'm i'm trying to get more people to join yeah both both groups how big is the group as of right now the wins group unfortunately is very small they had a very big showing at auditions and a lot of those kids just ended up not doing it Mm. and they ended up i think as of right now they have like eight members of the ensemble um out of how many you'd like uh i think in total they had something around like 15 to 20 at the start Mm. um so they definitely dropped quite a few and And what are the age ranges you look for um for the wins groups it's actually interesting with wgi wins it's completely different there's no age out uh which is essentially a concept where uh well a concept it's a rule implemented where uh uh, you have to leave the activity by the time you are a certain age. And with WGI for percussion, it's 22. So I have I have two years left, but um, after after those two years, I, I can't march in WGI anymore. Whereas with wins groups, uh, the organization hasn't set sort of that deadline. So anyone can march any age. And I think the main sort of demographic is kind of the same as the percussion. Anyone from mid-high school to... Well, for the wins group, whenever obviously mm-hmm. Alex is uh, a little bit older, but um, but yeah, uh, so really any age range, the main ages tend to be around eighteen to like twenty four. Okay. Um, but for the percussion groups, yeah, it's um, it's up to twenty two, and usually the youngest you'll see once you get to the the sort of ensemble I'm in is about um eighteen. However, we do have a mm-hmm. little bit of an exception this year since we're a brand new ensemble, but uh, we have a couple of younger. Uh, younger students but um but yeah it it is uh it is mainly around that age range of you know sort of graduating high school to getting towards the end of college Mm -hmm. but um but yeah so tell me more about it's divergent right yes divergent performing arts so what what is your role at the current moment? Are you doing the marimba or what's yes, up? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm actually. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm playing marimba along with uh, the same marimba line that has been with us since 2017, which is really nice. Actually, um, we're all very close. And me and uh, my section leader, or my I should say my co-section leader Sarah Chapman, are sort of running the show um, along with our instructors. And uh, the two of us are. Um, are just really good at working together. And uh, I should sort of explain that my, uh, one of my roles outside of just playing marimba in the ensemble is, uh, is a section leader, which essentially just entails um, making sure all the little details that our instructors aren't around to deal with, or, you know, just can't really be bothered to deal with or dealing with bigger things. We, we sort of have to run, run those logistics. So anything from, you know, loading all of our equipment into trailers to go to competitions, uh, to even just the small thing of like making sure we're set up on time Mm -hmm. for rehearsal is, is all under mine and her control. Um, and so far, I mean, the season has been absolutely everything that I could ask for out of the WGI experience. And when is that going to end? Uh, that ends actually in about two weeks. Uh, we oh, go. Wow. It's yeah, it's coming up on us fast. We're not very, uh, we're not exactly excited about it, but, um, but definitely it, uh, it is. Um, it's so funny how it starts off. It's kind of like summer break for some people. It starts off so slow. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, the next thing you know, you're back in school and it's sort of the same thing. It's, you know, everything starts off and you're going through the audition process and it's like, you know, I've done this all so for so long before. (laughs) 
And then you get into the season and you're learning show music and everything. And it's like, oh, my God, this is just dragging on forever. And then as soon as you hit competition season, it's just boom, 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 boom. And then you're done. And uh, we're we're sort of getting towards those last couple booms Mm -hmm. before we're done. And uh, yeah. So but state finals was this past weekend where we um, we placed uh, we placed second out of three groups, uh, which as funny as it is, uh, Mm -hmm. one of my good friends. uh, who is in Farmington United Percussion, they were an independent A ensemble that got bumped into our class. So we kind of felt a little bit bad because they, uh, one of the things about getting bumped is, you know, it's a great honor. It's kind of like, you know, oh, we're being considered to be high enough to be the next level up. But at the same time, sometimes when you're when you're in one group getting bumped to the next, mm-hmm. uh, you were kind of on that path to win finals and get yourself a medal (laughs) when you were uh when you were in that lower class so we kind of felt bad for them but at the same time it's kind of fun competing against them and um we did end up we managed to beat farmington united but mcp did uh did sort of have us this year they have the upper hand on us um uh in the state of michigan Mm -hmm. and so they they took home the gold and we were happy to take home silver either way um I mean, taking home any medal as it is is uh, is right. absolutely phenomenal for a brand new ensemble. Well, I, I'm wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, thank you. As you we move go forward, Dayton. yeah. Um, and we are going to start to wrap up. Yeah. I want to apologize real quick for all of these darn distractions that have been going on. Through. Oh, you've been doing well. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, you've thank been you. great powering through it. But between the sound effects and <laughs> I guess the party that's being thrown out in the lobby, yeah, I'm going to have to tell them how podcasts there. work. <laughs> and also the T-Rex that's walking above us every once in a while. The yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> you've, you've made it through a lot. So my last thing I have for you is what do you hope to achieve professionally maybe outside like do you see music always being a part of your life in some way absolutely absolutely i don't think i'll ever stop teaching music um at least at the high school level uh i plan on marching uh dci this year for my age out with dci uh drum corps international and um assuming i do i'd love to go back and teach drum corps myself one day for a summer that'd be i feel like that would be fun or multiple summers who knows you know maybe i'll catch myself a a little break there but um teaching high school is something i always think i'll do um i just don't think that going down the path of a band director is going to be my path Mm -hmm. um but i I absolutely think music and specifically the marching arts is going to continue to be a very big part of my life um if i get lucky I, i might even end up teaching divergent one day who knows but um but yeah, I I absolutely passed age out and everything. Once I'm sort of you know old, so to speak, I'll um I'll absolutely continue to to be part of that community and teach band and um you know continue to to move students into sort of what I've what I've lived through so far, and hope they have the same experiences I did or or better. But yeah, big earn. It was great having you here. Yeah, thank Lo- you for having me. I, I don't even remember, know the last time I saw you. Oh my god, it's it, been a yeah. while. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm like, I haven't seen Bigger in forever. I gotta get him on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was I, it was an honor. Thank yeah. you for having oh, me. An honor. Come on now. <laughs> well, don't hey, flatter I me. Get so. talk about marching arts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was and fun. Yeah, it was fun. I, I love being able to you know bring people on to talk about stuff that sometimes goes a little underappreciated. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's not necessarily mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, I mean DCI is getting big, but absolutely, I don't think WG gets enough publicity yeah. for what it is so yeah. well once again thank you yes and the very you. best of luck to you thank you so much thank you so much